Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Journey Coaching. We're super passionate about all things coaching and want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training over a thousand life coaches. Dive deep into a more meaningful career, find freedom, and make an impact on the world around you. Hey guys, on this episode, we're going to talk about what your core values are and how they drive you in goal accomplishment. Core values are huge when it comes to positive psychology. Noelle, I don't think I have any core values, and that's why uh, I'm not a good coach. That is so super not true. <laughs> core values, when I think about core values, I think about you because you're uh, tied to positive psychology, and I know that um, a lot of uh, this, these concepts hang, hang on positive psychology, right? Oh, very much so. They hang on positive psychology and um, they also hang on the evolution of, of radical thought and mm-hmm. undoing systemic oppression. And, and and I know I'm coming out of the gate with this one really heavy hitting, but yeah. that's where why I love coaching and positive psychology because we sit right at the intersection of you know what are all of the rules that the world has told us and what's really true Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, and i know i was joking saying that i don't have uh, any core values but to be honest with you in, in my 20s and 30s i had very little and if i did have any i didn't um stand on them you know i was very wishy washy yeah, I think you know when I when I pull back, um, what I've observed of you as my business partner over the years is that your number one core value is freedom. Yes, and when you said that, um, there was a sense of me that kind of uh, feels selfish for that because when I think about freedom, there's like the capital F, and then there's also a personal freedom, and I think like, oh, is that selfish of me to to make that my core value? No, but that's, I mean, that's the deal with core values is we don't get to choose what they are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's what we're comprised of in our very soul. And it's, it's really honoring who you are as a human and what your emotional operating system is. Um, and as we'll talk about, as we get into this, you know, if you go against your core values, you're not going to have outcomes that you're happy with. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and by the way, thank you for um, embracing my core value. And that's another piece of this is when someone, whether it's a coach or a friend um, or your, your, your partner, uh, they embrace your core value, uh, nothing makes you feel more hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then it goes the other way really quickly when somebody oh, yeah. violates one of your core values, that, that kills the relationship. You know, with you, um, I also think one of your main core values starts with an F, and uh, it's fairness. Yes. I, I really feel yes. like with you, that's one of your big uh, core values, uh, a fairness around you, but also uh, globally. So just, uh, you know, all the layers of fairness. Yes, ethically. And there is nothing that will make, and I so rarely turn, you know, like I'm so easy most of the time, but when I turn and I turn and it gets ugly, it's typically because fairness is being trod upon. Right, right. Um, Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. So let me ask you this. So with me and freedom and you and fairness, um, how, how does that uh, affect, uh, you know, us as coaches and um, all the stuff that we're talking about today? From a coaching standpoint, 
Yeah. So, you know, this is this is one of those pieces of science that it's really important to know about both for ourselves, for the people in our lives and for our clients, because as coaches, when we sit down with folks and we help them strategize, uh, trying to move from point A to point B, especially if it's a really big goal, like running a marathon or changing careers or really making a relationship work, you're going to run into obstacles. You're going mm-hmm. to run into times that are dark and hard and difficult. And inevitably, you're going to have to make choices and you're going to be in sticky, icky situations. That's just part of life. Right. And you know, when we look at the dominant culture and we look at extrinsic values, that tells us, oh, just do what everybody else says. Do what will make you look good to others. And that is the wrong way to go. So when we center ourselves, our core values, and we can help our clients, our friends, our our partners center their core values, um, we move through difficult decision-making with ease. Mm, And why is that? Why do you think it's easier for us to move through when we are centered more uh, with with our core values? Um, It's it's very similar to, you know, observing nature. Mm. There is no flower that grows and is identical to every other flower out there. Each of us are very unique and humans are especially unique that what makes us whole and human is that direct palette of emotions and values that we hold. It's the same as having blue eyes or brown eyes. Um, Your core value is freedom. It's genetically ingrained in you. My core value is fairness. It's genetically ingrained in me. And if I go against my core value, um, I'm hurting myself. Yeah. And I think also there's this another layer where um, your your core value can be greater than you because it, it means you stand for something, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's that true. makes it very powerful. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, the research supports us. All of the research shows that when we tap into core values and live that way, especially in the pursuit of difficult goals or difficult decisions, it will lead to increased performance and persistence over time, which is grit. Yeah. You know, um, when you, there's a difference, I think, between uh, wanting something and standing for something. Mm -hmm. And usually uh, if your dial is turned on standing for something, um, there's a lot more, more grit. There's a lot more endurance. There's, there's a lot uh, more of you uh, being fearless because it's not just about you. It's, it's more about what you stand for and other people. Absolutely. And, you know, I think as we're kind of examining this, um, you know, something that I've heard people talk about is when you really center your values and you you stand on your truth and you stand for who you are and what you are, um, you have to get on what's called the no train. Um and say no to mm-hmm. things that don't serve you. And that's really hard to do, especially yeah. when there is a dominant paradigm, when people outside of us, whether it's society or our family, says this is the right way. And you're looking at it like, I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Uh, and I, I think so many can relate to that. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think even both of us, uh, we, we've, uh, struggle with saying no, I mean, more so maybe in the past, but, but even today. Absolutely. Saying no is really hard. Um, but just even, you know, reflecting, uh, on the, the, the career trajectory that you've had over the last 
decade, every time you've said yes to freedom, it has served you. And every time you have said no, it has not. <laughs> yeah, you know, I die a little a little bit inside. <laughs> if I, I know. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I also feel like I, I'm going backwards a little bit um, because with my story, um, I, I came from a lot of um, not being free, not allowing myself to be free. A lot of um, I, 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 the visual I see is the, the the shackles tied to my ankles, you know, um, and that's all you know because of my own choices. And then having to live that way, and then being you know angry and resentful and miserable. So, yeah, I, I don't want to go there anymore. I don't want to go backwards. I want to only go forward. And you just gave the perfect case study describing what extrinsic values are. Um, so these buggers are basically described as a means to an end, but it's not an effective or happy one. And the way that we know when an extrinsic value from outside of ourselves, how we were raised, society, our partners, whatever, shows up is we feel this pull to be accepted, approved, either avoid negative emotions, avoid punishment, uh, not get in trouble or to meet certain standards. Mm. And all of those remind me of, of uh, fear. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's known as the outside in orientation towards the world. And, you know, when I'm talking about how these aspects of positive psychology are really grounded in um, social justice and the intersection of coaching and radical thought, I mean, well, it takes a ton of bravery to stand up and say, you know what, status quo, I think you're actually harmful. Yes. And that bravery to get there, um, it requires a very uh, personal journey. You know, there's a, that's not something that you just wake up and just decide it. It's, um, it's, it's standing up. That's hard. It's so hard. It's a deeply personal journey. And yeah. it's all, it's, that's also one of the reasons why, um, coaching is such an important and effective discipline. I just had somebody reach out to me today for coaching a female entrepreneur. And she said, I don't have many people in my life who are supportive of my journey. And I really need a coach to give me permission to move forward. Yeah. I think this is one of the, um, the, the most powerful things that a, a coach does is embrace your uh, core values or, or even, you know, a lot of people don't even know what they are. So just having that um, conversation to uh, allowing the client to discover what their core values are, that in itself makes one feel valuable and seen. Absolutely. And, and we need to do both. We need to both discover what our core values are and what our core values are not because they're so sneaky. Mm -hmm. um, when I was starting out as a very young uh, female CEO, I was only 36 when I first took the job and I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea how to act in quote unquote business land. And all of the examples that I had, all of the um, status quo, this is how you do it, this is what everyone does, came from very punitive, masculine ideas of what it means to be a boss. Yeah. And that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> like right. literally, physically, mentally, emotionally, that's not me. And so that was a really sneaky extrinsic value that I had to go through the pain of figuring out, whoa, this really doesn't work before mm -hmm. I could come up with, well, who am I and what does work? 
Yeah, it usually takes um, someone to uh, force themselves to into a space that is not them, that is possibly unhealthy or toxic, uh, that is, you know, sucking their energy or pulling on their their pseudo side long enough where they're like, I can't do this anymore. And so for me, it was wearing a shirt and tie and, you know, carrying that, that DSM and, um, wearing, you know, uh, fancy shoes and slacks. And I, and I did that, you know, and I, and I went into my job and punched the clock and I really tried. And I remember every day I just, I, it was so painful internally. Um, when you, when you, when your day becomes, um, like when your best part of the day becomes lunch, that's your best part of the day because that's the time that you could escape and be quote unquote free. It tells you something, you know? And oh, so, yeah. yeah. And that's the world. I mean, that's the world. That's, yeah, that's the, the world. way that's most of the world. And I think what's happening right now is we're at this really impactful moment of change where globally people are starting to stand up and say, it doesn't have to be this way. Yes. And, and uh, can I just say, kind of bringing it back to um, journey, uh, freedom and fairness are big parts of journey, you know? Yeah. And when I'm uh, teaching my classes, I think about me when I didn't have freedom in a career that, um, you know, I, I, I didn't like that was more ex external instead of internal and uh, how unhappy I was. And a lot of the people that we meet at journey, um, are going through the same thing. And so I have this compassion. I have this um, relatability. I know where they were or where they are because I was there. And so it makes me really kind of like, um, you know, champion freedom. Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, whether or not you you ever move into the different spheres that John and I have of using coaching from an organizational perspective or becoming a coach trainer, just being a coach, hearing so many people's stories of, I don't like where I am now. I need to harness the bravery to do something differently. We, we, it makes us humble. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's every man. That's all of us. It also taps into the spirit of what coaching is about. Yep. Because coaching 100%. can Coaching can get very, um, there can be a lot of ego and coaching very fast. I mean, just, just kind of the, you know, the, someone coming to you for help um, can position you in a way where you feel that you are better. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the reasons why coach training is really important right. because right. one of the active skills in coaching is harnessing a position of mindfulness in order to, to train yourself to move away from attachment to rightness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those are the actual terms in coach training, attachment to rightness. And, and it's something that, that coaches need to begin to observe in themselves and, and get to learn what that feels like so that they can guard against it um, in service of their clients. It's an ethical thing. So if you it, don't, it is. if you don't learn that, work on that, um, and you call yourself a coach and you're missing that piece, piece, um, I don't, I don't know how much good you're doing, um, in the world. It, it's not responsible. It isn't responsible. And mm -hmm. it's, um, you know, and it's also a really cool thing to learn and it gives so much freedom to the person who wields it because you don't have the responsibility to be right. Right. Yeah. And, and this has nothing to do with the, you know, the, the size of one's heart. This just has no. to do. Yeah. 
It's, it has to do with 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 strong facilitation, <laughs> which is the role of a coach is is facilitation. Um, and so you know when we're as we're talking about intrinsic and extrinsic values and, and where this lives in the facilitation process, we use it for motivation when things get hard. Yeah. So we employ that stance of non-judgment and we don't pull our values into the equation. We ask our client what their values are, and then we help them move towards those values with every step. Right. Yep. It's an interesting part of the coaching process that I don't think many um, think about or know. Absolutely. Well, this is why we have a podcast, right? Exactly. Um, and, you know, there's, again, the research supports us. Um, so self-determination theory, which is also comes from the theoretical roots of humanism, which I love, which has been around for a long time, tells us that our well-being is strongly influenced by the type of values which we live by as individuals. Mm. Wait, can you say that sentence again? I'm letting it soak in. Our, our well-being. Our well-being is strongly influenced by the type of values by which we live as individuals. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. And so if you don't have values or if you're not standing on them, um, it's directly impacting your well-being. Yes. And if you're living with the extrinsic lens, the outside-in view, you're actively hurting your well-being. If you're living from the inside out, our, our internal set of values stemming from the help, the, the self, that is, um, that's what's healthy, actually. That's what helps us gain stronger well-being. Yeah. And, and also a sense of worth. I think the, uh, also it's helping with your self-esteem, your value as a person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like I referenced flowers earlier, um, it's really interesting because if you think about humans as little plants, right, um, we all have these deeply driven desires to express ourselves in really unique ways. And just like a flower, you know, comes out every spring and blooms and says, hey, look at me, world, you know, I'm yellow, mm -hmm. I'm pink, I'm blue. Humans do the exact same thing. Look at art, dance, song, fashion, gender expression, all of it. We have this fundamental need to express ourselves freely. Yeah. Yeah, you said freely and I and I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is what gets stomped on by society, right? Like, you know, who says that um, people who identify as men and boys can't wear skirts? Right. Right. Um, and, and intrinsic values that are freely chosen, chosen um, help us feel better when we act in line with them day in mm. and day out. Yeah. And um, having a coach can make you uh, definitely uh, be accountable, you know, to act in line with them. A hundred percent. So let's play a game. When was there a time, aside from freedom, that Let's talk about creative expression because I, I think, you know, when we talk about the big things like fairness and freedom, they they make it sound so abstract. Mm -hmm. But let's really get into, you know, personal expression. And when was a time that you really allowed yourself to be free and express in the way that your human flower was meant to bloom? Oh, when you say um, when I, it's these days, it's uh, it's you know the last five years. Um, 
I, I can't imagine. I, I, I can't remember a time that I was uh, more free than in, in I would say in, in the last, yeah, in the last about five years of my life. I also want to point out that that's the period of time that I quit my day job and came to be your business partner. So you're welcome. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, It's a combination. I mean, yeah, that definitely is a journey's a part of it. Um, Me, me getting older, calming down a little bit wiser, seeing the world through a different lens, practicing gratitude. There's so many um, elements, but yeah, it's uh, it's these days. It's not when I was a, a spaz and making life about me. Yeah. So for me, um, I'm really goofy and I'm really silly Mm -hmm. and I love absurdity and I don't like being buttoned up essentially. Right. Right. And, uh, for my 40th birthday, we were in the middle of the pandemic. We couldn't do much, but I had, um, a handful of my closest friends in the world who took time to get COVID tests and quarantine. And we got together and we broke out um, glow sticks and light strings and wrapped ourselves in them (laughs) and and ran around West Philadelphia like complete psychos at like two o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And it was awesome. Yeah, I love that. Um, and 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 so you're you're uh, you're asking me for more of a specific moment. And you know what what came to my mind um, when you said that, and I was imagining uh, you with those glow sticks and everything, which is very you. Uh, when I was working in residential, it was a high paying job, shirt and tie, uh, privately owned. Uh, eating disorder uh, treatment center, and she ran it like Darth Vader. Everyone was on eggshells and and kind of uh, driven by f- by fear. Uh, one of the days I came, I and I rolled up on my little Ducati motorcycle with DVDs back when DVDs were were uh, a, a thing, and I wanted to not use the generic interventions and the filing cabinets. I wanted to play um, movies like The Breakfast Club. I wanted to play scenes and use scenes to do cinema therapy as interventions and group therapy. And I remember executing that and the freedom I felt and the feedback I got, and it was amazing. And then right on the other side of that was termination, right? on ah! the other side. Yeah, I got fired for doing that. And no one there um, had the courage to do something different. I was one of the only people that did. And by doing so, I got fired. And of course, at the time, I was like, oh, my God, I, I don't have a job. How am I going to live? Uh, and I was making really good money at the time there. Um, at that, at that point in my life. And, but if it wasn't for that, uh, I, I, like, if I didn't get like, who knows, maybe I would still be there, you know, as a manager, as, as a, you know, and so her letting me go really, um, set in stone for me. Okay. I need to go do my own thing. Oh yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you know, the negative consequences that are associated with either living your values or not living your values, are super real. And so when you're you're sitting there and you're working with a client and you're working through things from a 360 degree perspective, this is where you get super real. You know, what are the risks? You know, what if you get fired? What's the what's the backup plan? You know, what are you going to do? It, okay, so say you get fired, is that really the worst thing that's ever going to happen in your life? Maybe not. Um and so and then standing on those values as kind of the pinnacle of looking 
up over your life versus being down at the bottom of the mountain, looking up and saying, oh, holy shit, what am I going to do? Um, and this is what we do as coaches. It's we have these hard conversations and work to center those values. Yeah. And, you know, if you guys are um, resonating with this uh, and you are interested in coaching or you want to go deeper with any of this, um, check out journey.co. Oh, a hundred percent. I would love to have these conversations with everyone. We talk about it um, in my classroom and John's classroom and office hours. And if I could leave everybody with one kernel, it's um, work through that fear to be who mm-hmm. you really are, because the freedom that is on the other side is a hundred percent worth it. And once you taste that, you will not go back. You can't go back. You can't. It's impossible. Yeah. You can't put it back in the box. No. Thank you for listening, guys. Be well. Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to journey.co slash everything to explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose, and a strong community to do it in. We created Journey Coaching to equip you with the tools, training, and community you need to attain your goals. Join Journey Coaching and begin your journey towards personal freedom and a transformative state of growth today. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O slash everything.